0: zero followers today at this moment. Oh, we are getting people on there right now. You guys are coming in the 32nd intro, not quite long enough to get everybody involved is what I'm thinking, you know, all three of you. So, Hey, what's up all three of you. So I have not, um, it feels like it's been a really long time. I'm on YouTube. So We'll see how long that lasts, uh, because this episode will be talking about, you know, that thing with the infections and the making people sick, you know the one, we're not gonna say the word though anymore, although I'm gonna play a video that says it over and over and over again, so it is what it is. Hello, fellow second classer. I'm a first classer. No, I I know what you mean. Yes, we are of the second class. And I'm not sure which Laura this is. But if this is Laura from Saskatchewan, wow. Saskatchewan is dying right now. They have some really bad stuff in place, but... I am. Uh, I'm not going to talk about that. Um, let's see what we got going on here. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, my stuff is not in order. Um. Oh, look at this awful line on the screen. Hello from Calgary. Hello Calgary. We used to be enemies, but now. Now. Now there's a bigger bond that unites us. So let's see if I can blow up Kenny. That looks... Oh yeah, that looks a little better. Okay. Okay. So obviously you guys saw the uh, Alberta update. Um, Not... Not... Not awesome. Mournville even. Wow. Alberta is in the house here. So... So, I'll just get right into it, you guys. Um, (sighs) Jason Kenny is out of control still, bringing in more rules. But there's something in this video that caught my attention right off the bat. And I'll have to watch it again to find it. But... Obviously, he's bringing in restrictions. You're not allowed to have Thanksgiving if you haven't taken the shot. Global is now telling people to check for vaccine identification with your own relatives if they're coming over. So that's where we're at. So let's let's hear what he has to say.
1: Well, good afternoon, everyone. Today, I'm here to...
0: And the audio on this YouTube video is uh, really, really bad for some reason today. I'm not sure why.
1: To update you on Alberta's fight against the fourth wave of COVID-19 and to announce necessary measures that we are taking uh, to protect our healthcare system, to increase vaccinations, and to slow the spread. As you know, Alberta's healthcare system is being tested like never before. Hospitaliz- hospitalizations and ICU admissions have soared in recent weeks.
0: Okay, so keep that in mind. Hospital admissions have soared in recent weeks, right? ICUs are fuller than they ever have been, more full than they ever have been, right? Okay, keep that in mind. Because what is he about to say next?
1: Driven largely by uh, folks who've been infected but had chosen not to get vaccinated. Yesterday, in fact, eight people were admitted into intensive care units across the province with COVID-19, and all eight of them were unvaccinated. Right now, Alberta's ICU beds are at 82% capacity, with new patients admitted every day.
0: So keep in mind that the total amount of, of available beds has dropped substantially and if I recall, if you go to the AHS website, you can see how many beds are available. And it's almost all of them. But the reason they report it as, you know, only being 200, what is the number, 273 now? This is because there's no workers, is apparently the problem. So, let's keep listening. But remember, I, hospitals are full right now, is what he's saying. They have been over the last couple of weeks.
1: Without uh, significant measures to increase capacity, we wouldn't have run out of bed uh, weeks ago. We continue to.
0: And that's why they're bringing in 20 military personnel that will be able to put our ICU totals up to two more beds. Remember that one. 20 people, two more beds, I believe was the number.
1: Do everything possible to care for patients and increase capacity to keep caring for Albertans. However, that is only half the battle. We also need to slow the spread so fewer people get sick enough to need hospital care. Let me thank the 220,000 Albertans who have stepped up to get their first dose over the past month, moving us from 78% to 84.5% of first dose coverage. Thanks as well to the uh, tw- two hundred thousand Albertans who came in to get their second dose of protection over the past month.
0: So let's let's retrace that back a couple seconds. Let's see if we can get that out again.
1: Of first dose coverage, for the past month, moving up.
0: So he's going to thank people for something. Let's go back a little more
1: to slow the spread. So fewer people get sick enough uh, to need hospital care. Let me thank the 220,000 Albertans who have stepped up to get their first dose over the past month. Moving us from...
0: 220,000 Albertans have stepped up in the last month to get their first doses. What, uh, What did he just say right before that? Uh pretty sure he said that uh hospitals have been full in the last month so now correlation doesn't have, uh you know doesn't mean causation but uh there's been a surge in vaccines And all of a sudden, there's a giant surge in hospitals. Now, keep in mind, you don't count as partially vaccinated for 14 days after your vaccine, right? Uh, YouTube, if you're listening, that is a fact, right? Not an opinion, I believe. That's the general standard rule. So, if YouTube is listening and looking for false COVID information, I am just going through this video and showing you what it says, right? So I think that was interesting. And yes, uh, allegedly 20% of people are going to crash the health system
1: from 78%
0: high Meredith
1: to 84.5% of first dose coverage. Thanks as well to the uh, tw- 200,000 Albertans who came in to get their second dose of protection over the past month, moving us from a-
0: So you've had 220,000 people get their first doses in the last month, and 200,000 people get, get their second doses in the last month, and for half of the month... You either don't count as partially vaccinated or fully vaccinated. So remember, one could assume or determine that there are people right now in the hospital that have both both shots, your first two we'll say, they have the first two shots that only count as partially vaccinated. There could be people in the hospital right now like that. And there could be, could be people in the hospital, many with their first shots, who do not count as partially vaccinated until half of a month has turned over, right? So let's just keep that in mind.
1: About 69% to 75% of the eligible population being fully vaccinated in the past uh, four weeks. Today, I am announcing that effective tomorrow, Alberta will be expanding the vaccine rollout in an important way. Starting at 8 a.m., all Albertans who are 75 years of age or older and all First Nations, Inuit and Métis people age 65 and older will be eligible to book appointments to get a third booster dose of vaccine.
0: So keep in mind, as always, he's bringing it in as uh, a help to you, and targeting specific groups of people for this helpful third booster shot, allegedly, and um, you, uh, how do I put this? You, you know. It's like people don't see that what's happening around the world is happening right here. There are still people out there walking around saying the third shot is not going to be mandatory. It's just a booster shot for the elderly. But in Israel, as we know, their green cards have just been turned red if you only have two shots. You must have your third shot to go into public again. So, you are now allowed to get your third booster shot in Alberta, and it's not mandatory. That's what he said. And he's just trying to help the elderly and immunocompromised who need that extra little dose, right?
1: We're asking them to book these appointments as soon as six months has passed since their last dose. This change is based on the advice of the Alberta Advisory Committee on Immunization and it means that more than 150,000 Albertans will be eligible for booster shots by the end of October. We're doing this because older Albertans remain uniquely at risk and will benefit uh, from more protection. They're still incredibly vulnerable to ending up uh, hospitalized or even passing away from COVID-19 and so it's so important to provide this additional protection. We await the analysis and recommendations of both the national and the Alberta advisory committees on immunization with respect to potentially broadening eligibility for booster shots uh, to a wider segment of the population.
0: My cousin in the comment section has said, woo hat trick. Yeah, exactly. You're getting some people are eligible for their hat trick of COVID shots and we congratulate them. And YouTube, if you're listening, we're very thankful that we are able to get our third shots into the elderly who need them the most. Um, thank you, YouTube and Pfizer and Moderna um, for blessing us with this science um that you graced upon us so quickly. So <clears throat> obviously as you guys know, or some of you do, I think, that Israel does now have four shots coming out. And you'll notice what he did, right? We're we're looking. We're 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 looking into it. We're 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 wondering if it's gonna be uh you, you know uh, a good idea to to broaden the eligibility. So if you want that extra little bit of protection, you can get it. But eventually, we're going to make it mandatory, like everywhere else who's ahead of us is making it mandatory, right?
1: To bend down the curve, we also need to reduce transmission. The measures that we put in place several weeks ago...
0: uh, He's about to cancel Thanksgiving,
1: just to be clear. ...appear to be having a positive impact. We've seen active cases plateau recently... And they now appear to be declining somewhat.
0: Oh, cool. That means we can have Thanksgiving, right? Because cases are on the downward trend.
1: With the R rate uh, last week dipping below a level of one for the first time in more than a month. This is certainly encouraging news. But
0: someone is asking about the Pfizer pill. So from what I can see, there's several different pills. I believe Pfizer is still a preventative pill that you would take twice a day daily forever to protect you from COVID. And it is supposed to help you and work in conjunction with your vaccine to just form an impenetrable wall of protection. I did see that there are actual treatment pills coming out, but I don't know anything about that. For the comment section.
1: The situation remains very serious.
0: The situation is serious. You heard it here first.
1: Our cases are amongst uh, unvaccinated Albertans in particular. Uh, we see case growth among
0: unvaccinated and by unvaccinated, we potentially mean people who just got their first shot. But only 13 days ago.
1: Amongst ch- uh, Children from the ages of five to 11 years of age especially in regions with low overall levels of vaccination. And that is why, acting on the recommendations of the the Ministers of Education and Health, we are announcing new measures today to help to slow and prevent transmission at schools. We're taking action to protect students, school staff and school communities while supporting vaccinations as the best defense against COVID-19. To do this, we'll ramp up rapid testing.
0: Doesn't he just look dead inside reading his lines? Like, I wish I could zoom in on this more. But uh, to me, he just looks dead inside now. Like everything he knows he's saying is a lie. And I mean, that's got to really even get to the worst of people just spewing lies all day. It's gotta be rough, man.
1: Initiate contact notifications and-
0: So contact tracing is coming back to schools, but it is also coming back for people when they rehire all the staff.
1: Increase the public reporting that families and-
0: For everybody, I should say.
1: Many others rely on. We'll also be strongly encouraging schools to implement mandatory proof of vaccination policies for adult staff and visitors. Minister LaGrange will.
0: So they're encouraging it. They're not demanding it from public schools, but they are encouraging that all public schools do that. So basically, you wouldn't be able to go into the school to pick up your kids, right? You wouldn't be able to go to school to pick up your kids. Um, that seems like a problem to me. Uh, I, I'm a huge proponent of homeschooling. Mm, I feel like he has spelled it out for us and made it very clear what is happening here. You should be taking your kids out of public school if you can. I'm, I think we're at that point now, right? you now won't be able to enter a public school as an adult to go get your kid from wherever they are in that building, right? That's what he wants. So, it's unbelievable.
1: Provide more details on these changes in a moment. Alberta has one of the best rapid testing programs in the country. We've deployed or committed millions of tests since COVID began, including using testing at long-term care centres, hospitals, and work camps. These tests work, and they are fast. That's why we'll we'll use them to help protect both staff and students in schools province-wide. We'll start with schools that are experiencing outbreaks uh, and are in under-vaccinated areas, and we'll build from there. We will be seeking $6 antigen rapid test kits to help parents administer two tests per week to unvaccinated children again.
0: He's giving the kids, he's giving parents 6 million antigen tests so they can test their kids twice a week. Now I know the antigen test is a mouth swab. But this is putting fear into your little children that at any moment's notice they could test positive for this thing that they're worried is going to kill them when they are it almost has no effect on them.
1: And beginning in those higher priority areas and, and then as supply uh, permits expanding that hopefully uh, to all unvaccinated uh, school children. By protecting our young people, will help to reduce the spread of COVID-19 in our schools and uh, further into our communities.
0: Remember that asymptomatic spread has never been really actually proven to be a problem, right? And so there is no reason to even do this in schools. But it's just to put more fear into you and your children.
1: Finally, uh, a very important note I want to add. This weekend, of course, is Thanksgiving, a time when family and friends gather, usually around the table, indoors, at home.
0: Why are you smiling? Is it just that you can't contain your excitement about getting to cancel Thanksgiving for the unvaccinated? And I'm sure... I am sure that you're going to stop a lot of unvaccinated
1: people from hanging out this weekend. To share a meal and give thanks for their blessings. Indoor gatherings last Thanksgiving sparked the second wave of COVID with cases and hospitalizations surging after millions of Albertans celebrated in close contact with loved ones.
0: Um, that was called fall and it's the beginning of flu season, right? in my opinion, allegedly.
1: We simply cannot afford a repeat scenario, not with this dangerous Delta variant that is still circulating, and with our our hospitals under such severe pressure. So uh, all other rules remain the same, and if they're followed, we'll avoid the scenario that played out last fall. So my message is simple. Please follow the rules that are in place. To be blunt, no indoor. No. Or social gatherings are permitted outside of a household for people who are unvaccinated for those.
0: I will not comply. You cannot tell me who I can have in my house. You will not tell me whose house. I can go to. And if you do, you're going to need the military presence on the street to stop us. We are spending time with our family. It is not your concern what I do on my own time. Let me opt out of the healthcare system. Let me... not pay taxes into the healthcare system and I will take my money elsewhere. How's that for an option? No, no, you want to deny me access to places and still take all my money. I don't want to vote for you. I don't want to be a part of your system. Just let me earn money and live my life. And if I die of COVID, there is no burden on you to worry about me because I've taken my money from your system. I opt out, opt me out, let me opt out. If I'm sick, I will go to a private clinic and pay for stuff myself, but I need my own money back. It's win-win, it's win-win for everybody. I'm not a burden on the healthcare system and I don't have to pay taxes to the healthcare system. I don't want to be a part of done. Someone is saying that they cannot enforce this. It's true right now. They can't, they know they can't, but what they want you to do and what your family to do is Put the onus and pressure on them. That's why you saw that global article maybe today or there's a tweet from global basically telling family members to check for vaccination status of their other family members. When they come over for Thanksgiving, they want you to check each other's papers because they know they can't do it. Can I tell you something? If I go over to my family's house and they want to see my vaccination status, they're not my family anymore. That's over. It's over. I don't need you in my life. We don't need you in our lives. You can't do this to people that you claim to love. If you... Have unvaccinated family members, and you are going to check their papers? You are evil and you need to repent. It's evil. Stop what you're doing and turn to Christ because some of these people claim to follow Him already. And it is very evident that if you would do that to someone you claim to love, you do not. You could not. How? How could you follow him? And if you do follow him, you will repent. You will turn from that and realize what a grievous sin and spell you've been put under. Awake up from your strong delusion. I am seeing comparisons. I am seeing comparisons. To the mark of the beast, and it's not there yet. But I don't see it as being a very far shot, like a very far cry off from their coming out and there being one vaccine to rule them all, and it marks you on your head and or your forehead, and it's either a name or the number of a name, if you know what I mean. If you get the reference, right. So it's getting pretty scary what's happening here, but I'm not scared and you shouldn't be scared either, but he's literally telling you that you can't go to your family's house. That's it. You're not my family. If you're going to enforce that on me, you're not, I have a family I'm having. (laughs) I'm allegedly able to hang out with my family whenever I want and whenever they want, right? That's who my family is. Uh, the people that are up in stairs hanging out with my wife right now are commenting, which is hilarious. So thanks, guys. I'll keep playing him.
1: Those who are vaccinated, indoor social gatherings are... Millions of Albertans... Celebrate...
0: We're going to dial it back here and listen to this all again.
1: Created ...in close contact with loved ones we simply cannot afford a repeat scenario, not with this dangerous Delta variant that is still circulating and with our our hospitals under such severe pressure. So uh, all other rules remain the same. And if they're followed, we'll avoid the scenario that played out last fall. So my message is simple, please follow the rules that are in place to be blunt. No indoor social gatherings are permitted outside of a household for people who are unvaccinated.
0: I don't care. I'm sorry. I had to chime in again. I couldn't help it.
1: For those who are vaccinated, indoor social gatherings are limited to two to households for up to 10 people who are age 12 or older.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know this. I missed it the first time. So if you're everybody's vaccinated... If everybody's vaccinated, you can have two households, up to 10 people in your house. I'm glad that the shot gave you your freedom back. Hey, aren't you glad you got the shot so you can have your freedom back? Wow. That sounds awesome. I'm so glad that everybody got double vaccinated so we could get back to normal and have two approved households in the same house under 10 people. I'm so glad we got back to freedom. Aren't you glad that you got your freedom back by getting the shot? It worked out really good for you, didn't it?
1: We are also lowering the maximum number of people permitted to participate in outdoor social gatherings from 200 to 20. I said before that we're making.
0: Someone says with a question mark, at least he'll let us hang out. With the people in our own household? Honestly, Sarah, I don't know. I don't think he wants that. Um, if you test positive for COVID and you have a nursing baby, uh, they call you and harass you to make sure you're wearing a mask when you're nursing your baby. That's how crazy these people are. And um, I'm sure we've all heard the Who video from like well over a year ago where they talk about wanting to... Come door to door and remove positive people from houses. So, it really does feel um, like you're getting there. What is this comment? When you have zero respect of science, your health is not responsible for any government responsibility. You are not owned by them. You own yourself and your choice is your own. Um... I can't tell if you're agreeing with what's what i'm saying or if you're disagreeing it seemed like both uh but hey good thanks for commenting i appreciate it mask and distance from your kids for their safety exactly hey man if they're running into the street six feet you gotta herd them back somehow with with a i don't know Two meter sticks tied together, I guess. You can poke them back onto the sidewalk. That's what you'll do. Right? Awesome.
1: Progress in our fourth wave fight. But we risk losing all of that progress. All of it. And once again, uh, putting even more pressure on our overstressed hospitals.
0: Overstressed because of all of the full beds that are full, obviously full, and there are, is no shortage of nurses. It is only because the beds are full, that's why.
1: If Albertans do not respect these critical public health rules over the days to come, together, we need to do everything we can to help ease the tremendous pressure on our health care system. And let us all show gratitude at Thanksgiving for our amazing frontline healthcare workers, by limit.
0: You want me to show gratitude. To healthcare workers. That's what you're asking me to do. What about to the uh, what is it? What's left? The fifty-one percent of AHS employees that haven't handed in their vaccine status yet—is that what? It's something like that, right? It's like fifty-one percent haven't. I'm going to show my gratitude to the healthcare workers that are willing to lose their job for standing for the truth that what's happening to us is a lie and that it's really bad, right? That's what I'm going to do. So I'm just going to go back a hair.
1: Losing all of that progress. And once again, uh, putting even more pressure on our overstressed hospitals if Albertans do not respect these critical public health rules over the days to come. Together, we need to do everything we can to help ease the tremendous pressure on our health care system. And let us all show gratitude at Thanksgiving for our amazing frontline health care workers by limiting social contact, social interaction, and by following these public health rules.
0: So if you're unvaccinated, show gratitude to the healthcare workers who are on the front lines calling you the dirty patients and disrespecting you and some even wishing that you were dead. Be filled with gratitude for those healthcare workers that wish you, the unvaccinated, would just die already. Allegedly, I've heard people say it. I think that's enough of him for now. What do you guys think? So, let's see here. Let's take the opportunity. Let's take the opportunity to tell you, if you don't know, about my awesome discount code from Resistance Coffee. Use code DAVIS at checkout to receive 10% off your first order. I know it's scrolling there. I know it's been scrolling there for 20-odd episodes and some bonus episodes. But if you've never bought Black Rifle Coffee, use that discount code and treat yourself. You help me, you help them. It's fantastic. Also, if you guys would like to support me in any other way, you can go to the Streamlabs link in the description of this video. And donate to me through Streamlabs. Um, And I will make sure to go there and find your special note to me and read it. Unless it has something bad in it. Then I won't. But if it's nice, then I will. But you probably wouldn't write something bad in it if you were donating me money. So if you support what I'm doing here and you want the quality to go up, uh, send me some dollars. Also... I also buy some ministry stuff. Hey, that reminds me. I've actually, in the last several weeks, been able to give out several Gospels of John, several tracts, which was all provided by people donating to me through Streamlabs, through PayPal, and um, just supporting me outright. So thank you. I have been able to deliver the Word of God to people in person, several times, even just by fluke. So once again, thank you to anyone who's donated me because that was very helpful. <sighs> so what's next, guys? Well, you know the deal, right? What is the deal? They are coming for your children, right? So that brings me to my next disappointing Um, article to read but I wonder if you can detect the irony of this article or the timing of it I should say maybe not irony irony might not be the best term but let's check it out so I just want to make sure that my sizing is beautiful for you guys oh it is okay so guys take a look at this article i won't be able to read comments while i'm going through this but we're going to take a look look at what happened in the us you guys what you'll notice though is that this article is from june 21st 2021 i had to search for it but what have they been working on for months for months They have been working on approving the shot, the schmack scene, we call it, for children ages 5 to 11, right? Now, in June, back in June already, the FDA okayed oral blood blood thinner for clots in children. Now, why... Why would the FDA need to approve this blood thinner for children? For blood clots in children? Isn't that amazing? Let's, let's read some of it. The FDA approved the first direct oral anticoagulant for the treatment of children with venous thrombombolism. The agency announced on Monday. Approval for Dabagatran Pradaxa. (laughs) I can't even read this article. Stipulates that it, it be given to children after they have received a blood thinner injection for at least five days. The drug was also approved for preventing recurrent clots in children who have completed treatment for their first VTE. So, we know... That this article is probably good news for real things. But to me, I just thought it was interesting uh, that uh, this FDA-approved drug just happened, and it is for treating blood clots in children. And it happens to be fairly in line with them working on these new things, right? So, <clears throat> honestly, this article probably... I probably don't need to read the whole thing, honestly. Um, People are posting links in the articles. I don't really need to read the article. It was more about the headline, but you can see that it is for a legitimate treatment as well. But it is interesting that it's all kind of coming out at the same time. That's all. So I don't actually have uh, any more articles to do, but... Someone posted a link. Let's check it out. No love for me for healthcare workers killing patients, says one person who is stating his opinion. YouTube. This Alberta doctor was asked to leave the hospital in Red Deer after saving three lives with ivermectin. Unbelievable. I, Bill, thanks for posting. I'm definitely going to have to look at that one and cover it later. Uh, for sure. So... I want to to move on to something else, though. What I, if you guys have listened to me recently, you'll notice that I engaged in an interesting conversation. I won't refer to it directly, but basically, there seemed to be an issue with not understanding that people are born with a sin nature. I thought this was an important topic to bring up, so I wrote down some stuff. That's why I've got this other little journal here, which, by the way, is an Allen Journal that you can buy from BiblesDirect.com. I believe it's.com. It's, it's BiblesDirect. If you type in Bibles-Direct, you'll get it. Anyway, this is a goatskin. This is a goatskin journal with a paste-down liner, which means it's the stiff paper stuff. So it's substantially cheaper than a bible obviously because one it's very thin but also it's just the leather that is expensive right um and so that leather liner would make it expensive but it doesn't have that it has a paper liner so just just so you know i couldn't help but talk about it so romans 5 teaches about original sin and how men are sinful how people are sinful I thought it was important to just go through this really quickly. So I'm going to start in verse six, sorry, Romans 5, verse 6, and keep reading. But basically what I want to try to show you guys is what it says in Romans 5, 12 and on. Now I'm not going to do a great job, obviously, of exegeting it for you, but I want you to see where someone would get this theology from. So it says this. For while we were still helpless, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So while we were sinners, Christ died for us much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through him. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So what's interesting there, verse 10 for while for if while we were enemies, We were reconciled to God through the death of his son. So, we were enemies. We were reconciled to him while we were yet enemies. That's important. We are born enemies of God. That's what the Bible teaches. So, I see Bill is quoting Psalm 51.5. I am going to get to that, actually, Bill. So thank you. you can probably figure out where I'm going, right? So. And that, I should also add, is a demonstration of his love. That he does that. Yet, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, right? <sighs> so, where was I? So for while, for if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only this, but we also exalt in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. And here's the part that I wanted to read. Therefore just as through one man sin entered into the world and death through sin and so death spread to all men because all sinned for until the law for until the law sin was in the world but sin is not imputed when there is no law nevertheless death reigned from Adam until Moses even over those who had not sinned in the likeness of the offense of Adam, who is a type of him to come. So I probably won't even get to verse 21 because there is actually some really difficult stuff in there, but I think it's verse 12 is what's important, which says again, I'll read it. Therefore, just as through one man, one man being Adam sin entered into the world And death through sin. So death comes through sin. And I would say, if you die, that is a result of your fallen nature. That is why we die. Death comes through the sin that Adam created. Or that Adam did. And so death spread to all men. Because all sin. So death spread to all sin or I can hear my baby crying upstairs and he's distracting me and I love him. And I know you guys can't hear him, but he is distracting to my train of thought. So. For until the law. Sorry, that's not what I want to read. Let's do this one more time. Therefore, just as through one man, sin entered into the world and death through sin. And so death spread to all men because all sinned. So what do we see? We see this sin entered the world through one man. Sin brought death. Death spread to all people. Death spread to all people because all sinned. And so there are many explanations, several explanations for that. And I don't even know if I can really get into that thoroughly. But the point is is this. You have an inherited sin nature from Adam. You were born dead in your sins and trespasses. And there is only one way to alleviate that, I will say. And if you listen to me, often you will know what that answer is. Or if you're a believer who understands the gospel, you will know what that answer is. What is the answer? Well, if all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God... all people need someone to pay for that sin because the way we pay for that sin is by being judged by God and being condemned to hell forever. And let's see if we can just keep reading and have Paul explain it more thoroughly for us. So, nevertheless, death reigned from Adam until Moses. I'm starting in verse 14. Even over those who had not sinned, in the likeness of the offense of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. But the free gift is not like the transgression. For if by the transgression of the one the many died, much more did the grace of God And the gift, by the grace of one man, Jesus Christ, abound to the many. The gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For on the one hand, the judgment arose from one transgression, resulting in condemnation. But on the other hand, the free gift arose from many transgressions, all of our transgressions, resulting in justification. For if by the transgression of the one, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Through the one Jesus Christ. So then, as through one transgression there resulted condemnation to all men, even so, through one act of righteousness... There resulted justification of life to all men. For as through the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. Even so, through the obedience of the one, the many will be made righteous. So, what do we see there? We see a constant comparison or contrast Between what Adam's sin does and what Jesus' sacrifice does. Or what his obedience does. Or what his obedience causes or does for us. Things like that. And what does it do? Well, I think something that's really interesting is when he says, The gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For on the one hand, the judgment arose from one transgression resulting in condemnation. But on the other hand, the free gift arose from many transgressions resulting in justification. And so, let's just look at this together, shall we? What does it say? It says, transgression. Resulted in condemnation So when Adam transgressed God's God's law Which was do not eat of the tree Do not eat of this one tree It resulted in condemnation And the free gift that arose from many transgressions Results in justification So what's interesting there All these sins that we have partaken of have accumulated. And so, and that's past, present, and future sins. Jesus paid for sins. If you're in Christ, Jesus has already paid for your future sins. So that next time you go out and you do something stupid, or sinful, I should say, Jesus has already paid for it. Now, do not let that be a reason to keep sinning. Paul literally says in the next chapter, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase? May it never be. How shall we who died to sin still live in it? Or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? So... He's talking about shall we keep on sinning so that grace may abound, right? That is that is this that is what he's talking about there. And he says, "May it never be," which is that strong Greek phrase. I believe it's megenata, and it means like absolutely not. Um, the KJV says, "God forbid," which doesn't it doesn't have God in the text, but it is a strong exclamation of making the point of absolutely not right and i i believe the esv does this but i think it's i, de- I definitely believe it's the kjv I, it's still stuck in my head it says what shall we say then are we to continue in sins so that grace may abound god forbid may it never be so this is not a license to sin, knowing that Jesus has paid for your future sins. It is something that when you sin, you can take confidence in the fact that your God has saved you. And so how are we saved? That's what's really important over and over again. We always need to cover that. You are saved. One. Because you have transgressed against the God of the Bible the God that created you and so the way that you are saved is by turning to him coming to him believing on the sacrifice of God's son Jesus Christ who died for the sins of all who would believe on him past present future when you put your faith in him when you put your faith in him in his death, burial, and resurrection you will be saved and your heart will be changed Jeremiah, is it Jeremiah, Jeremiah? Jeremiah talks about replacing your heart of stone with a heart of flesh replacing Israel's heart of stone with a heart of flesh but that goes for all who would turn to Christ, all who would turn to this Jewish Messiah All are able to do, or all, yeah, you know what? It's okay to say it like that. All all are able to hear that call and believe it. the call has been put forward for all people to respond to. So it is up to you to respond to that call. You must be broken of your sin and turn to Christ. So, there is more. Um, Our friend Bill alluded to it, but I'll deal with this one first. And when I say deal with, I mean I'm just going to read it. Um, In Ephesians 2, I have it written down. It's Ephesians 2, 3. It says, Among them we too all formerly lived in the lusts of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. So, we were the believers, the Church of Ephesus that he's writing to, but by extension, we as believers, were children of wrath. And so, you were children of wrath. But if you're in Christ, you're not anymore. You're children of God now. You're a child of God now, right? And so, we were all children of wrath, though. We were all under the burden of sin and were born doomed to stand and face God's wrath someday. But he entered in and plucked us out and saved us. And so this verse, the way it's in the past tense, reminds me of 1 Corinthians 6, when it goes through a list of sins, and then it says, Such were some of you, but you have been washed, you have been sanctified. You have been washed and sanctified if you're in Christ, and you are no longer that that creature. You are now a new creation, made to follow Christ. And so, how are we supposed to, what are we supposed to do? Well, we're supposed to act like it, right? We're supposed to constantly be putting sin to death. We should have a desire to put sin to death. If you're in Christ, start killing your sin. I think it's a John Owen Owen, uh, Owen quote. A John Owen quote. Be killing sin or it will be killing you. And I know in my life, I've been stuck in sins as a believer And it takes a toll on you. It takes a toll on your family. It hurts people around you. And so the only thing you can do is keep attacking it and putting it to death, getting help, getting people to pray for you, having a mentor of some sort, going for some sort of counseling, whatever it takes, biblical counseling, obviously, whatever it takes to get rid of that sin. Because there should be a desire to kill that sin. Because if you are following Christ, you should hate your sin right I think we can all agree with that so oh yeah and then there's one more and and Bill already posted in the comments but I'll go find it in my bible here it's Psalm 51 and Psalm 51 5 reads this oh, let's go. oh no it's there It says, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother, and in sin my mother conceived me. So it's a little short, it's a little short section about the nature of how we are born. And again, brought forth in iniquity, conceived in sin. And so this isn't even saying something about the state of his mother in the sense that he was conceived in a sinful way. This is conceived in sin. He is conceived in sin. He is brought forth in iniquity, the the author of this, which is a Psalm of David. So David is admitting that he was born sinful. That's what this is saying, and so we need to understand that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3:23, over and over again, forever. Should be a life verse for us, I, th- I would say. So, with that, guys, I'm gonna end this. We're just short of an hour, and so uh, we've we've done our we've done our job. My mouse has went into sleep mode and so I'm going to end now but also I will say this if you didn't notice maybe you did notice maybe you didn't we don't know the um, where there we go I have in fact added what was I gonna say well wow, that's brutal Oh yes, I'm now numbering my episodes. So this is technically episode 19. Maybe 20. Maybe I wrote in 19 and it actually was 20, but it doesn't really matter. Because all the unnamed ones, all the unnumbered ones, they're just kind of all a blur. But we're starting at 19. And there's two bonus ones. So... I hope you guys like the numbering system. I think it's going to help me keep track of stuff because I'm kind of, I was interested in how many episodes I had done and that's why I did it. But anyway, guys, uh, it is always, it has always has been a slice. More and more I am trying to organize this for you and make it better. But I will say this. I am now working six days a week until either my job expires or the end of the year whichever one comes first we don't know I'm fairly confident that I'm going to be working now but we don't really know what comes around the corner keep praying for those who are losing their jobs I just heard a story about someone I know who did take the shot to keep their job and, um, yeah, uh, and it, it's a really traumatic experience. They don't want, they didn't want it. They didn't want to do it, but they want They needed to keep the job and they want to provide for the family. And so I can respect that choice and I hope nothing happens that stops them from, from working that job. So a guy or girl, I can't remember, um, on YouTube, is saying that they're not allowed at their own family Thanksgiving. And so... That is terrible. You should message me on Facebook. I think I know Slurpy Burger is their YouTube name. I think I know that person in person. Or I think I know that name, that person, for real. Um, message me on Facebook or something. Uh, and we'll talk about what your Thanksgiving plans are. Because... No one should be alone on a big day. And again, as I said at the start, which you might not have heard, your family are those who are not willing to discriminate against you. My family are my other followers of Christ who love me and care for me and care about me and my family and are impartial. They're not allowing for the vaccinated to sit and have the front row seats while we all go sit in the back. God does not show partiality. And so we should not. And so he is saying we've met in person during the fencing of grace life. And my girlfriend messaged you. Okay. Well message me on Facebook. Let me know. Um, refresh me of who you are. Actually, I messaged the page. Anyway, I am now ending this. Good night.